0: Welcome to the Soba Sessions podcast, where I am your host, Connie McMillan, also known as the sobriety queen, no longer the alcohol fiend. On this podcast, we talk about encouragement with sobriety. We talk about the responsibility and accountability that comes with sobriety, and we talk about healing to live purpose and not pain. So let's jump right on into the episode. Hey guys, it's your girl, the sobriety queen, no longer the alcohol fiend, and we are at week two of the health is health is wealth series podcast, and we have another amazing king that will be joining us. I hope you guys are excited. I am such um, overwhelmed with the the lineup that I have for you guys. The second king that is coming forth, he is Chef Boy. Lisey, am I saying it correctly? Chef Boy R. Lisey? Chef Boy R. Lisey, I'm sorry. So, he is a vegan chef. He's also lost 150 pounds as a result of sobriety, exercise, and of course, becoming a vegan. I myself am a new vegan, so I'm super excited about that. Oh, that's exciting. Um, (laughs) He's also a vlogger, as well as on YouTube. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast, Chef. Thank you for having me. You are most welcome. You're most welcome. So please let the listeners know who you are, where you started, I should say, like what brought on the change. You're a vegan now, but let's go a little bit back. Take us back to before uh, you became this amazing vegan chef. What led up to that?
1: Well. I was, I was already a regular. I was a cook. I've been cooking my whole life and I was in the kitchen. And, uh, when I first lost weight, when I first got into losing weight, I started doing meal preps. And in the beginning I wasn't vegan. I was like paleo, but I was eating about 90% of vegan diet. Cause I had a lot of clients asking me for vegan food and I didn't even know where to start. So I started making more vegan food and it started getting really exciting. So I, uh, I told my wife to try to go vegan before me. She did it for a week and then I tried right after her and I liked it so much that I didn't stop. And it made me feel good. It made me feel light.
0: Wow. Okay. So, but, but what happened before you even became vegan? I know that, um, from what I understand, what I've met you, um, I'm following you on your social media, there seems to be some, disconnect, obviously, in your life, as it was for me, with alcohol, what that, is, what part oh. of that life, uh, what happened there before the veganism even came about, what happened with your journey with abstaining? Yes, I was an alcoholic. I was alcoholic for a long time, since I was about maybe about
1: 14 years, I started drinking alcohol, but it started getting bad, like in my 20s, mm-hmm. so I was drinking and drinking a lot, my choice to drink was vodka and I'm sorry, I'm not a really good speaker.
0: No, you're fine, just cut it out.
1: <laughs> so, you know, I was drinking nonstop. I was drinking vodka nonstop and it was making me gain weight. I gained 340 pounds. I lost uh, everything. I was always losing jobs, but I never stopped drinking. I was always doing cocaine, you know, to come down, to come up. And I just kept on doing it. And one day I just hit rock bottom. I lost everything. I lost my family, my wife. I lost everything. They just left me. And then she didn't talk to me for two years. One day I was on another binger, you know, five-day binger, and I ended up, you know, just hit rock bottom hard. And when I uh, when I sobered up,
0: I just, I just decided I got to stop. I had a crazy vision. Like, I got to stop drinking. Right. You know, it's interesting because even for myself, like, when I drank, I definitely – um, ate a lot, you know, we got to do something to soak up that liquor. <laughs> and yeah. so I definitely didn't make the, the best choices with food or any of that. Um, my drinking was a contributor of low self-esteem. You know, I didn't feel good about myself. I also grew up in an environment where alcohol was very present. So um, you want to talk a little bit about what even led your drinking to come about? Like what what started that? What started, well, you
1: know, just hanging around your friends, drinking with your friends, being, you know, goofy, that's what started it. But once I got a taste of it, I was never the one to just, I would drink with my friends, but I wasn't like sipping with them. I was just pounding it to get drunk mm-hmm. right away. And, and that's how I always drink. Or that's how I always drink. You know, I just pounded it. I didn't drink for fun. I just drank to get drunk.
0: Right, right. me, I mean, it started out for me in a similar way. Definitely, I would drink for fun. And then before you know it, you know, um, over time, uh, I just was finding myself in crazy situations and just lost all track of time and behavior and all crazy things that would occur. So how long were you, how long? What was your drinking uh, length of time? So for mine, I drank for like fifteen years. What was your time when you said? I know you you got to the point where you know you had enough but over what time span had you been drinking that led up to you to say enough is enough?
1: Well, I started drinking at 14 and what, what happened was is enough was enough. I mean, I never, I always try to stop drinking, but I I mean, I guess when I hit rock bottom, that's when I just stopped it.
0: Okay. What was that rock bottom?
1: Well, it was after this crazy binger. I had this five day binger and, uh, I did some dumb stuff, and I don't even remember it actually. But I did just know that I had this vision that uh, my my daughter was just gonna see me as a drunk, like an alcoholic on the streets. And I was like, man, I don't want her to know me as an alcoholic. I just had this crazy vision that she she was a teenager with her friends walking, and she walked over me on the streets and just said, "That's my dad," but didn't like recognize
0: me. You know, just they just walked over me because I was just drunk on laying down. I mean, that's something. Isn't it interesting? Like it always has to be for me. It was my mom dying and it has to be the people that we love and that we connect with that makes us say, you know what, if I don't make a change, if I don't make a shift, if I don't do something, my life is going to end up either worse or I'm going to end up dead. So for you, it seems as though you were depleted, like, you know, your your wife was gone, your child, your, your precious daughter, which I've seen her, and your wife, I've seen on Instagram. I love how you incorporate the two of them um, into your videos. We'll talk about that a little bit later, but it seemed as though the two, the most precious people in your life were your reason for saying, if I don't get it together, this is not gonna be good for me, and it's certainly not gonna be good for them. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, you know,
0: at first, I th-
1: yeah, for my daughter more than my wife, because after I hit rock bottom, she already left me for two years, she moved on. Mm-hmm. So I, I was like, you know, drinking and still mad about it, but she moved on and I didn't. So when I hit rock bottom and I was like, I gotta get healthy actually for myself. Then I said for my daughter, like I use her as fuel. Mm-hmm. And then when I started, losing weight and getting sober day by day i told myself man you know i bet you i can get my family back when she sees me it's going to be like she's seeing a new person mm-hmm. and that's exactly what happened when i seen her at the store i apologized to her i haven't seen her for you know two years we didn't say hello one time and i seen her i just apologized and she accepted my apology and i felt like she met a new person because she only known me as, a, as an alcoholic
0: wow
1: because even though i ate a lot because i was 340 pounds she still gave me a lot of chances it was the
0: drinking that she hated. Right, right, right. Wow. Okay, so now you see your wife, you know, she accepts your apology. So how do you now and you're obviously you're sober, so what now sparks that change to say, All right, this is a new beginning. What how do you introduce a new way of eating, a new way of living, I should say, into your life? Well, I know that
1: if I don't well for
0: me, like if I know if I don't eat. Really healthy, that I'll gain all my weight back. Right, but I'm. I'm. That's true, definitely. So I'm. But I'm saying, at that point, you've now got your wife back, or at least you guys are talking. At what point do you now say, I need to even make a bigger shift in my life? So how did the veganism, the exercise, how did that come about?
1: Okay. I got clean, sober, and healthy all at the same time. There we go. It all went together. Oh, okay. That's, yeah, so I did it all together because I said, man, if I'm going to get clean and sober, I don't want to put nothing bad in my body. That's what I told myself at the time. And she was, like I said, she was already with someone for for two years, and I was thinking I better hurry up and lose weight before she maybe moves on and gets married. Right. (laughs) So that was like some fuel to even kick it even harder because I was, you know, That's why I didn't want to eat nothing bad because once I got clean and sober and I started eating clean, the weight just started falling off with the uh, exercise.
0: Right. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So now you take on this personal journey. Uh, You fuel it even more because you're like, listen, I got goals, honey. I got to get my feet back and I got to get my family back. So I love that. (laughs) And I'm so glad to see you all together. That's a beautiful, beautiful uh, journey. Thank you. I love, you. I love it, I love it. Thank you. I, I, I mean, I literally found you on Instagram and I remember cyber stalking you a little bit, like, oh my gosh, like, look at them. They're all together and, you know, and it's, especially because I'm a new vegan. So um, now that you are, you know, you've made this transformation, body's right, soul's right, you're sober. And what makes you even venture off and you said you've already been a chef, but what makes you venture off and say, now I need to bring people into my story. So how do you now put yourself out there on camera? How do you, how does that come about? What do, does she encourage you? Is it something you yourself had or what? It was something, um, my, something myself had because I
1: always was uh, you know, looking for a quick way to lose weight. And this is before I lost all the weight. So I was always buying pills and looking at, or you know taking some, some kind of like weight loss supplement And I always look at the bottles of the before and after. And I'm like, man, I can, you know, oh, this has to work, but it never worked. But I told myself, I started recording and showing people that you can really do it with exercise and eating healthy. You can get everything back
0: if you do it the right way. Okay, so you put out your first video and did people just like flock to it? Were you nervous? Like what was the experience? You know, I wasn't nervous. I put out a, uh, I was, I did,
1: my first picture, like in five years, I remember it. And I was down like, maybe I think 30 pounds. And I just took a picture, I said, oh, I lost 30 pounds. And a lot of people were like, you know, just giving me support, congratulations, congratulations. And then uh, I started posting more pictures and in Sacramento, a newspaper and a uh, local uh, TV station hit me up to share my story. Awesome. And that was in 2015, so I made it like in the newspaper, I made it in the, on the Sacramento Bee, and I was already on the news before for being a chef, probably like around eight times, and each time, though, I was over 300 pounds.
0: That so is amazing, though.
1: So they did a segment, and they showed me
0: when I was really heavy, and then when I was thin. Look at that! Now look at that! Now you're not gonna tell me, folks, wasn't like what he doing? What is he doing? I need to do what he doing. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was crazy. That's what people were saying. Mm-hmm. I bet I would have been saying it, honey. Like, uh, sign me up! Sign me up! But <laughs> well, uh, you know, uh, and I also tell people that was the exercise. So I went to the gym three times a day. You exercise three times a day. Okay. So yeah. combination of sobriety. You started, kickstarted that. You also incorporated exercise, and now you added this bonus of becoming a vegan. So tell yes. us, tell us even more about that. What are the benefits of becoming a vegan? If you are on your sober journey. What are those benefits? What could they look like for someone? You know, I,
1: to be honest, the best thing about it. I mean, it isn't. I don't know if it helps me keep me more sober, but it helps me feel more healthy like towards weight loss because a lot of people don't like to compare them together because the, when you're like you're vegan it's not about weight loss that's plant-based because vegan's more about uh animals
0: but it just makes me feel a lot lighter there we go i mean i like it because here here's the thing when we are or when we were drinking we're filling yeah. our bodies with all the wrong things, right? Like I said earlier, you've got to soak up that bread from the alcohol you've been drinking and all that nonsense and eating poorly. But you also, as you are on your sobriety journey, you know, you kind of get a little chunky because I know that was my story. You like to snack on something else. So here it <laughs> <Yes>. is. <laughs> I'm just being honest, honey. So here it is. Now you can become a vegan. And yes, it is plant-based. But here it is. you You're able to incorporate you know, some healthier options into your life, if that's correct, right?
1: Yeah, there you go, that is correct. You do get get to incorporate a lot more healthier options, especially when you're eating like the whole plant-based vegan diet. I always tell people, you know, when I do my meal preps, that's what I make. If you do that with sobriety and a little bit of exercise, man, you'll get toned up right away.
0: Right, right. Right away. And then you can eat as much as you want. You really
1: can (laughs) on a whole food plant based diet, man.
0: I know people who eat all day. Yeah, listen, I just made a salad. I had some kale on the side, and my plates are huge. I mean, I don't know. I'm just a visual person, so um, that's what I love about it. I love that you know. I mean, obviously, veganism isn't for everyone, and I'm not. We're not trying to sell you guys on anything, but what I'm we're just trying to bring some light to you um, as an option. And, you know, understanding that there is something that can possibly work for you, even while in sobriety. Um, again, I know that that's been a big thing as far as the, 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 you know, the munching and crunching and just really eating yourself like, you know, like you're, I hate to say crazy, but literally like you're crazy. Um, so now that you have become this vegan, you've been on the, uh, you've been in media mm-hmm. multiple times, which is again, congratulations is absolutely amazing. So, um, now what are your thoughts about incorporate? How do you incorporate your wife and your daughter? Cause I've seen videos and I absolutely love it. Now you've incorporated them into, you know, I like it because it, it comes across like now, listen, families can come together as on a, you know, together on a table and say, this is what we can do. This is how we can live our lives together. How do you involve the two of them in it? And what was their thoughts?
1: You know, uh, but because first my wife went vegan and then I went vegan a little bit right after her, but we let our daughter go vegetarian for a year. That's the best thing we did for her is let her, we let her do vegan reviews and then she wanted to go vegetarian. So we let her try that out for a year and she did it on her own. And then she said she's going to go vegan on her own. So I think the best thing to do to incorporate your whole family is let them choose by themselves. Mm-hmm. And they, and then, you know, them they're more willing to because I know a lot of people out here who try to force it. Right. And man, their kids are pissed, you know, they're fighting back
0: and their family and they're like, get that out of my face. Right. <laughs> I can imagine too. Because kids are innocent. They, they see so much going on, but I think the educational aspect helps too. When you're able to tell and share with your family and children about the nutritional benefits of being a vegan. Um, I myself was more Presbyterian before I was vegan and it was easier for me to transition, but the more I kept finding out about, you know, just not so good things about me, I wanted to, you know, be, put something better in my body. Now, that does not mean that I don't have a piece of salmon every now and again. I'd be lying if I said I did. <laughs> okay. Um, for the most part, and, and I'm very new on this journey, but for the most part, I'm conscious of what I put in my body. And it sounds as if You yourself, you know, you made the decision to abstain, you wanted something new, so you wanted to make sure that your body, your temple, was going to have the best things in it, and then you're taking your family on the journey with you. I absolutely love that. Um, What advice would you give to anyone who is maybe new on their journey and considering becoming a vegan? Like, what, what tips would you give them, maybe like a meal tip, like what would you... Give a tip for, like, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. What could you tell them? This is the best. I always tell people who ask me,
1: keep it simple. Never overthink it because a lot of people will jump into it and try to do these crazy recipes. And, you know, it burns them out. And it takes all day to cook, and I'm like, just keep it simple. Sometimes for breakfast, all you need is a smoothie or a bowl of oatmeal, you know? And then when you start learning how to make better, more food, you can can, uh, make better recipes, harder recipes. I always tell people to keep it super simple. Like they'll ask me, "What do you, you know, what's something good for dinner?" And I'm like, "You know, a sweet potato, a cup of quinoa, a cup of black beans. That is literally that simple. Because they'll try to make this crazy quinoa black bean sweet potato burger, you know, with panko,
0: and they just get lost." I love it, I love it. But you're right, um, I think you have to start out small. That makes perfect sense. So you guys listen, if you're listening, start small, get yourself a little smoothie, maybe a little bowl of oatmeal, lunch, maybe a salad, would you say? A green salad or something?
1: Oh yeah, oh, heck, salads are really good, especially at night uh, with dinner or for dinner. You know, they fill you up more. We eat salads all the time. For lunch, you know, you can eat a big old salad. I have salads with avocado, hemp seed, onions, almonds
0: but i just like to keep them really simple i don't really use dressing and when we use our dress came okay, you came through a little disconnect so you said what when you use your dressing you do what so saying yeah you have big
1: old bullet you know we have, we use a part of tent or we have with pan seeds avocados onion almonds can you hear me yes yes okay so Except for dressing what's really best lemon or orange if you want to have a little more flavor you just grill it or cook it cook it on high wow i
0: never even thought about that that's pretty cool i never thought about that that is so great i'm super excited i'm listen you got me excited honey i'm about to try some different things i like to cook with color so as you said you guys we can keep it very simple the lunch can be like a nice salad um, incorporate maybe some different types of dressing, keep it simple. Um, dinner, as you said, a sweet potato, some quinoa and some black beans. Like don't overdo it. Don't overthink it. Um, I want to ask, so what's up next for you guys? You've got the vlog. You guys are very, very consistent on Instagram. Um, you also have meal preps. That's, that's what I want to talk about. I'm sorry. So you've got meal preps that you do, how does that work? Explain that to everyone.
1: Well, uh, what I do is I sell. I do a meal prep special. I wanna keep the plant-based meals very affordable. And I do 20 meals for $80 if you pick up and it's a variety of breakfast, lunch and dinner. And the menu's always changing. The only thing that's usually the same is breakfast, it's overnight oats. And it really helps junk people to eat healthier. So I always, you know, Get a bunch of new people and then when they order the food sometimes they don't even want to order from me no more and i just help them out with recipes and help them out where to get containers and i give them tips what to do awesome because shopping when you go shopping you
0: know it could be expensive if you don't know how to shop right 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 i agree i agree um so you guys even if again if you're new on your journey you're thinking about uh starting your vegan journey uh you can definitely connect with chef because I think it's so important. You don't want to overwhelm yourself. You definitely meal prepping, meal planning is something that's key I've learned on this journey and it keeps you aligned. So this way you don't have to be tempted to go back to me. So if you know what you're having every single day of the week, meal planning and meal prepping will definitely be something that'll help you and it ensure that you stay focused. So, um, where can everybody find you? How can they connect with you, Chef?
1: You can find me on Instagram at Chef4Elizy, on Facebook at chef 4 uh, or you could even email me at Chef4Elizy at gmail.com if you just have
0: questions or you want tips, and I'll email you back. This is awesome, you guys. I am super excited, as I said. Um, make sure you guys you follow him. Make sure that you are... Um, ensuring that your health is well. That's why we're doing this series, you know, bringing the chef on as a vegan, helping to bring some value to your lives, not to convert anybody necessarily. We'd like somebody else on our team, but if you don't want to be, it's fine. Uh, But I think it's just important that we understand uh, how much our temples, how important we treat them. Remember, we've done so much damage to it prior to sobriety, we're just wanting to, Really, just rebuild it in the best way possible. So, uh, eating right, being able to you know incorporate some exercise into it, I think that is truly, truly, truly key. So, uh, any last thoughts before we uh, sign out? Anything you want people to know about you? Uh, no, I've said
1: everything. Like I said, you know, I'm not that really good of a speaker. I don't have. I'm sorry about that.
0: No, no, no. Listen, first and foremost, you know, that I'm gonna have to keep this on the podcast so they hear me and hear me loud. This is not about being an expert speaker. This is about the value that you bring and you have brought. Okay. It, right? Understand that your voice, your story matters and you have done just that. And I am appreciative. If only one person on this podcast that listens later, because it will be, uh, you'll hear it next month. If, only one person is affected then we've done our job right that's that's yeah that's right right so um, i want to say thank you guys so much for tuning in to the sober sessions podcast you know it's your girl the sobriety queen no longer the alcohol thing. this is the second guest that i'm having on the health is wealth sober series, uh, podcast, and, um, make sure you tune in next week. Make sure you are following the podcast. You may not have gotten any benefit, but I guarantee you someone else will need it. And, uh, we'll see you next week, of course, for a next guest on this series. So know that I love you guys, but know that God loves you more, far more than I ever could.